The Mortgage Calculator, your favorite non-QM lender with over 5,000 unique loan products. So today we'll be talking about the USDA options. So I'll go through the live rates here, check out the live markets for our standard programs. Then we'll have Jose Gonzalez, our sales manager with 20 years of experience, go over USDA loan specific examples, which we don't always get to do in the live example. So let me go ahead and switch my screen and we'll check out what the markets are looking like today. All right, so this is our live pricing tool. This will show us the general rates and the APR for today. It is February 21st, just after 11 a.m. Eastern. So all of our standard programs are live here. We will compare across the programs and compare. If you'd like a full load estimate that breaks down all the fees that go into the APR, please get with one of our team members. We have 100 licensed loan officers. <coughs> Excuse me. So we'll set up a basic scenario. We'll set up 400000 as the loan amount, 80% loan, 20% on payment. And we're going to ask the computer to find the best rates we can offer for conforming conventional. And then we'll compare that with FHA. And then we'll go into our expanded guidelines, also known as non-QM, where we have over 5,000 additional options beyond the standard. We also offer VA. That's only for veterans and active service members. We did that yesterday on the show. So go ahead and check out some live examples there if you are eligible. And today we're going to go through some examples for USDA. We don't do that live on the price since that's only for special properties that are in USDA areas. So both of these we've done the last two days. Please check out those examples. So we'll start today with conforming conventional. We'll do a purchase, 30-year fixed loan, primary occupancy, single family home, one unit, state of Florida, county of Miami-Dade, and for all the demos today, we use an estimated credit score of 760 and an estimated debt to income ratio of 40. So with these basic settings, let's see what the rates are looking like. And almost the same as yesterday. So one option, a little bit better, 6.624 for 2.125 discount points of cost. Puts the APR at 6.89, just a touch under what it was last week. And... For our borrowers that don't qualify for conventional for any reason, the next option we want to compare is typically an FHA option. So we'll set up the same exact scenario so we can compare oops, across the programs. So even though FHA does allow a little more leniency on credit issues, as well as a higher debt to income ratio, which would allow borrowers to not for regular conventional, we will keep everything identical here so we can compare apples to apples here across the programs. So let's check out the FHA options. All right, 5.875 for 2.25 discount points of cost, puts the final APR at 6.04, just a hair under conventional there, so almost identical. So our customers that qualify for both, definitely check out FHA, as I say every day, and our customers that need to use FHA, this is the final APR. It does include the upfront and yearly mortgage insurance. And it's almost identical to conventional, so awesome programs for those borrowers that need that little bit of extra help. Now, where we love to specialize is if, unfortunately, our customer doesn't qualify for either conventional or FHA using their tax returns. Many other banks or lenders will have to deny that customer. 
but that's where we love to present our non-QM options. So for the final live pricer here, we'll pull up our expanded guidelines, also known as non-QM. We have over 5,000 options beyond the standard here. So everything else will stay the same, but we have a new option pop up where we can change the income type. So full doc is two years of tax returns. That's what we have to use for conventional and FHA. So we'll typically choose an alternative here if our customer doesn't qualify using those full docs. So we have asset related programs, business bank statement programs. The investor programs are just for investments. We'll pull that up in a minute for investment properties. Personal bank statement, 12 month is the most popular. That's what we use here for the demo. We have RSU, stated income, VOE, 1099, PNL, no income, CDFI, all kinds of different options here. The most common is our 12 month personal bank statement. And that's for our self-employed borrowers. Many times it's our self-employed borrowers when they submit two years of tax returns. They have various write-offs and may not qualify at all or just may need a little bit of extra income. Either way, we can help them. No tax returns at all. Just their last 12 bank statements here to determine a debt-to-income ratio of 40% in our example using no tax returns, just their cash in the bank. These borrowers qualify for much more income using this method. So let's check out the rates today. All right, finally, <clears throat> excuse me, popping down under seven, which is awesome. So actually the best combo here is actually 7% rate for 2.225 discount points and costs for final APR of 7.39. So you see that's within a half a point of conventional to use bank statements, which is absolutely amazing. And we even have this option for 6.99, but since it's more discount points and costs, it pushes the APR a touch above. So great options here. There's tons of variations within the bank statement programs. If we scroll down here, hundreds of options. Some of these may allow bankruptcies and foreclosures, other credit events that may cause us to not qualify. And some of these may allow different ways to calculate the income and different ratios and stuff, which Jose goes over in our episodes on that. So please give with our team to find the best ones. And real quick for our final couple live pricing demos, we want to do investment properties. So we'll set up the same scenario, 400,000 loan, 80% value. Oops. And this time we'll compare our options for conforming conventional with our non-QM expanded guidelines. The government programs, FHA, VA, USDA do not work for investments. So we'll start here with conforming conventional. We'll keep everything the same as our other demo. The only thing you've changed is the occupancy to investment. All right. So here, when the rates get a little bit high, our best option at the top is actually not a true conventional. This is a portfolio option. So it doesn't have the loan level price adjustments that are typically applied to conventional. So the best option here, 6.875 for this specialty program, 3.25 discount points, puts the APR at 7.264. And the first true conventional option here, FNMA stands for Fannie Mae, so it's a true Fannie Mae, 7.125 rate, 3.5 discount points it costs for the final APR of 7.549. And that's just because of the government programs there, the FHA, I mean, excuse me, the Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac have the loan level price adjustments for investments. So I recommend all our investors check out our non-QM options as well. So we'll set up the same scenario. And this time we'll select expanded guidelines, aka non-QM. And the first thing we need to edit here is the income type. 
most popular income type and most popular loan we do is the DSCR option because it doesn't require any income or employment or documentation from our borrower. Simply use the estimated rental income from the appraisal to determine a DSCR value, stands for debt service coverage ratio. If the estimated rents can cover the expenses, aka the property cash flows, that's a ratio of one or higher. We have options for ratios under one where the property may not cash flow. But for the demo, we use 1.5 so we can see all the options pop up. And finally, a prepayment penalty must be selected. Three years is standard for these programs. We can select zero. That will cost more and limit the programs. We could also select five, which will save some money, but does limit the programs. Three years is most common. That's what we'll use for our demo here. So let's check the DSCR rates today. Absolutely amazing, 6.75 rate for 3.15 discount points and costs. What's the final APR? 7.229, which actually beats the conventional options, which is amazing. So 100% of investors would take this if they presented it. So please present this to any of your investor clients. It's actually beating conventional here at the moment. And if you have any issues, there's tons of different programs here. Some of these may allow bankruptcies, foreclosures, other credit events. Some of these may allow us to use short-term rental income. So a ton of flexibility here in the hundreds of variations within the DSCR program. So please get with our team on those. And let me switch my screen again. And we'll get into today's example. So USDA loans is our topic for today. We don't get to do the live pricer on these always since they are kind of a special subset of loans where they're only for a specific area. The property must be in a designated area. It must be rural, but in a certain map that the government uses. Just because it's rural doesn't necessarily mean it applies. There is a specific map here. So, Jose, why don't you get into just a little bit of the structure of the program, and then let's check out some live rates because we don't get to do those live on the program, unfortunately, even though these are amazing programs for those properties that do qualify. So if you're ready, let's go ahead and check it out. Good morning, everybody. Thank you for joining us for Daily Mortgage Rates Live with the Mortgage Calculator. USDA loans, like Nick was saying, is meant to assist those borrowers that are employed in the agriculture and ranching industries, basically, right? They are our food producers. And normally in those industries, the pay may be a little bit lower. So hence USDA was created to facilitate individuals living in these areas to be able to buy a property. It is 100% LTV financing, minimum 640 credit score, has a reduced mortgage insurance amount. It's lower than conventional. And uh, you do have to run the property address in the USDA geocoder website to make sure that the property does qualify. Because even though your borrower may qualify, it is property specific, right? To if you're even going to be able to use the program for that specific property or not. It has to fall within the range of USDA loans, right? So let me get into our examples here. What I did want to also specify that USDA loans are for one unit properties only, right? No two, three or four unit in many cases, no condos either. 
no income related component to a property other than a non other than a farming component like a a barn or something like that could be the additional structures but they don't really want in USDA ADUs or anything like that no cash out refinance either applicable on uh, with USDA financing you can do rate and term refis but no cash outs so our first example here of our 100% LTV one unit purchase and you can see these rates are smoking. You got 6.625 with a little bit of a lender credit. And you can buy that all the way to 5.875. Our next example here is a USDA renovation loan. This is very similar to the 203K FHA renovation loan. This loan allows you to purchase a property or refinance a property that may have issues, property condition issues that may cause it not to be able to close with a non-renovation loan. Some of these issues may be missing components. Maybe it was vandalized, missing the AC, missing the appliances, missing, and by AC, I mean like the central air unit got just, you know, yanked out. So all you got there are hanging wires, right? Can't close on a property with hanging wires unless you you are closing with a renovation loan. And you can also use it to purchase a property where you may want to, as the title states, renovate, right? Maybe you want your dream kitchen, but you couldn't find it in the homes that you that you found. Well, make the one that you're going to buy your dream home with a renovation loan. You can include upgrades to kitchen, bathrooms, appliances, interior, exterior, all sorts of components that you can change on the home with a renovation loan. But as I stated, you'll note right here, one unit properties only. No two to four units, no condos. And our best, lowest cost option is 7.75%. And you can buy that down all the way to 6.25%. Now, here's an interesting option here. This is a one-unit repair escrow purchase. It falls into the same category of renovation loan because the property has condition-related issues. But in a repair escrow purchase, money is being put into escrow with the title company to cover the needed repairs. It could be from the borrower, it could be from the seller, but they're in essence allowing you to close with the damages. The money is being escrowed for the repairs so that the repairs can be completed after closing. Very interesting option here. Same interest rates as the renovation loan, 7.75, lowest cost option. And you can buy that down all the way to 6.25%. Now, here's another construction type loan, but this one is full out construction. This is our one-time close purchase for a one unit USDA. Now, I will state this is applicable for regular stick-built homes or site-built homes, like what they call a regular house. But it is also applicable for a new manufactured home being placed for the first time 
on its lot, right? That's a construction loan for a manufactured home because they're going to bring the manufactured home double wide only. Single wides are not applicable. They're going to bring that double wide manufactured home to the site in two pieces, right? You've seen those trucks hauling half of a home in the highway. Well, that's what they're doing it. They're moving the in, the the two individual sides to the, its final resting place where it is going to be permanently affixed to the land. That's where you get that affidavit of a fixture, which is what then confirms the transition of the manufactured home from being a trailer to being, or should I say, from being a mobile home to being a manufactured home. No longer mobile, take the wheels off, permanently attach it via the foundation to the ground, get your affidavit of a fixture, and now you have your manufactured home. So you can use this one-time close to purchase the land and purchase in one transaction, of course, purchase the land and the new manufactured home, which is going to be installed on the land that you just used the one-time closed purchase loan to buy. So this is a great option. Manufactured homes are a real hot segment of the market now because of their affordability, right? And because of the lack of affordability in the market that we have right now, we're seeing a lot of action in manufactured homes. So we have it for USDA one-time close, but we also have it for DSCR, letting those investors out there know. So 7.75 is our lowest cost option, and you can buy that down all the way to 7%. And this is the end loan. Remember, you use this same loan to construct, and then the loan transitions to your end loan. And then our last option here is a rate and term refinance. Cash out refinances are not applicable for USDA loans, right? There, there's probably some subsidy going on here in these rates and in the mortgage insurance. And this is meant to assist our workers in the rural communities own a home, not cash out refinance the home. And also note a rate and term refi, a USDA rate and term refi is only applicable when refinancing an existing. USDA loan. It's very important to note. And then a really great rates here. 7% has a lender credit, and you can buy that down all the way to 6.125%. So good options here. USDA help our help our food producers, right? Single family, one unit properties only. So don't get caught into that one unit with an ADU or a duplex, which is a two unit, a triplex, which is a three unit or a fourplex. And in most cases, they don't even accept condos either. All right. We've got a couple questions pop up. If you got any more questions, please put them in the chat. But first, we got Jackie with the question, can a tiny home be built under USDA? Well, Jackie, and- I checked today as I was looking up these quotes. I was looking at eligible properties, and unfortunately, not. Tiny home cannot be built under USDA. Now, remember, it's really going to boil down to square footage more than anything else. But most tiny homes are like two, 300 square feet way under the minimum square foot allowable. So tiny homes, not going to be an option. 
And you, what was the second part of the question? If it is in the USDA zip code for a renovation, will it only apply for agricultural and ranch? No, it doesn't have to be a farm a property that's being used for farming or no, no a working horse ranch or anything like that. It's just what, what it, Jose was referring to was the United States Department of Agriculture is insuring these loans. So these are meant for those types of people that work in those types of areas. Not necessarily that the property has to be that type, right, Jose? Absolutely. Yeah. We're helping out our food producers, right? They may, you know, they're not working in the big city. They're not making those big city bucks but they need a place to live and they're probably one of the most important members of our society. They are responsible for the food that we eat and we want to make sure that they are well housed. All right. And then Michael had a question here. Could a USDA loan be for more than the values last asking to allow for repair? I guess on the, the renovation value, side. Yeah. The value is the value. Basically, so for example, if we're doing a one time close loan, there is going to be an as is value, and then there's going to be the renovation or construction portion of the loan, and then there's going to be the after repaired value. So it has to be on target, or else it's not, you know, whatever the after repaired value is, what's going to be used to calculate the loan to value, right? Value, loan to value. So you can't really go for more on the value. Now, when we're talking about repair escrows, that's a different situation. That's money being set aside for needed repairs to let the a buyer close on the property with damages. But where the money is being put, like sometimes the seller will say, sure, I'll pay for the new roof. But, you know, you can't close in a regular loan with a roof with zero life expectancy. Just not going to happen. The, rena- the repair escrow loan, if you would escrow the full amount of the roof, would let you close with that damage for it to be taken care of after closing. All right. Looks like that's all the questions we have. So thank you, Jose. And remember, we do this show every morning, 11 a.m. Eastern. So tune in tomorrow and we'll go into another topic and pull up the live rate. So thank you, everybody, for tuning in. And we'll see everybody tomorrow. Have a great day. Apply now at themortgagecalculator.com for instant mortgage rate quotes for over 5,000 loan products.